Welcome to Wizard vs. Jedi, a podcast where two guys debate things that really don't matter all that much. We've learned not to take ourselves too seriously, but when it comes to things like whether a wizard would beat a Jedi, we take that very seriously. We love it so much that we decided to make a podcast about it. We hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Scott. I opened it up in the classic way right there. There we go. There we go. The old Scott. That's my name. It's the first time we've recorded in person in a while, man. It is. It feels good. It does. It feels good to be back. It's It's been a struggle to record lately. We, we both it has. In the, the, what is it I'm trying to say? You say it's been <laughs> I, long days. I wish I could we're, read your mind. I, we're, I can't. We're both just in the... the Meat of our jobs. Yeah, that's not the word I'm true. looking for. It's true. The meat. We do like. I do like meat. Yes, but we're just we're in the middle of them. And yeah, man, they're tough. If if people would start listening more and sharing <laughs> us more, then we could quit our jobs and do we this full time. We could. I'd have if to you're make... concerned about how much, how 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 infrequently we're able to record, then you should tell us. Tell all your friends. It's very true. I don't even think I'd quit my job, but I'd I'd well, make it. I'd make true. it a uh, priority to record yeah. even more. I don't know. How do podcasters pay for professional podcasters? How do they pay for uh, things like medical insurance? Yeah, I think you have to you have to make enough to make it worth it to be able to pay for those things out of pocket. Or really? your spouse, I guess, right? Maybe they have a contract with a company or something like that. Maybe. I can tell you one of my favorite podcasters, I'll I'll shout them out. They they do a well, they do two podcasts. One is called Fantasy Footballers. I, I listen to that one a little bit, but the one they do another one called the Spitballers. And they just, I mean, random topics. They're just fun, stupid questions. But they, they're, they're three guys. I really enjoy them. I think I looked up in 2019, they, they made like $1.5 million. So I mean, Each? You know, yes. Well, no, no, no. $1.5 million total. But that doesn't that's count. That's still pretty good. Yeah, money. that's still. I mean, you know, so I think they're, they're not, they're fine. They've quit their jobs. They're it's, full-time. Yeah. Well, We're good not for them. Yet. Good for them. Yes. No, yeah. we're having a good time, though. We are. We're having fun. But I could have even more fun if I was here. Ching, <laughs> ching, ching. Uh, I guess that would be a little more fun. Yeah. Scott? Or a little more pressure and less fun. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'll take the that. money. I'll, there's I, there's me, a balance between... <laughs> let me find out. <laughs> I'd love to have to. I'd love to find out and get back with you on that Yeah. One. Come on, people. Listen. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yep. Good idea. Yes. Well, Scott, you, you're... The brainchild behind this episode. It is. So last time we did a kind of just Harry Potter random off the wall questions. This time we're going to do, it's a different article. It's Star Wars. It's kind of random off the wall questions. A couple of these we've touched on in previous episodes, but just a couple. And I think we can, we can talk them again. Nothing like full topics that we've done before. Please see our previous, previously posted items on certain things. We've got a lot of those Star Wars. We did the whole oh, yeah. movie bracket. So we did. If you haven't listened to that, go. I think there's some out. quality material right there. There was, absolutely. Quality material. Watch along with us. Eventually, we will have to do a Harry Potter. I'm still not, I, I think we're going to do that in the summer when I'm not yes, working. I agree. We have the summers. We're both, in edu- we're both in education. Yes. So we do have summer. We do. It's hard to in get stuff In summer. All right, Olaf. I couldn't help myself. The, the Olaf, the actor who I say plays voices Olaf. Voices, yeah, yeah. yeah he's impressive. Oh, he very also, much. Yeah. Vocally, very good. Also, not Gaston, but the uh, Gaston sidekick. What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Lafu. Yes. Not to be confused with Pepe Le Pew. Uh Yeah. Don't confuse them. Although they're both French. They are. They are. 
but you know, Pepe Le Pew, Pew, Le, is it Le Pew? Le Pew. Le Pew, Le Pew. He has been canceled. Okay. Cancel culture has gotten rid of him. Well, I can he see was that. A little, he was a little aggressive. Yeah, little he was. A little pushy. So, yeah. A little yeah. pushy. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I don't miss him. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I, I remember I watched him a lot. I don't know that I really enjoyed him, but I must have because I watched him a lot. But hmm. I don't know. Okay. The skunk. Fair enough. All right. All right. I'll talk about Star Wars. Now we're in Star Wars. So everybody. you are the bigger Star Wars fan of the two. I think we're, we're again. We've we've told y'all before. We're both big fans of of multiple things. That's true. But in the Wizard versus Jedi, Andrew's more of the Jedi. And I say, you grew up more with Star Wars. I grew up more with Harry Potter. I yes, guess would be even better. That's fair. And but my, I, I would say I definitely have more knowledge with Harry Potter than I do Star Wars. Although I have a lot of Star Wars knowledge and enjoy Star Wars a lot. I'm glad. But I'm well, glad for that. I'm glad for you, you know, that you enjoy Star Wars. I mean, again, if I can make money off of it, that that would be. That would be good. Useful, but right now it's just... Eh. It is what it is, it right? Is. We're here. We're having a good time. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about Star Wars. Well, we haven't yet, but we're about to. I can have some opinions about this. About what? These questions. Oh, yeah. No, we definitely have some opinions. Absolutely. I'm ready. You're ready. I'm All s- right. I'm sitting on ready. So this is an article, Eight Star Wars Arguments Fans Will Never Stop Having by Brent McKnight. Not to be Brent confused. Brent McKnight. Yes. Not to be confused with Brian McKnight. Great singer. You don't know? No. Mm, I've heard the name. One, you like a dream come true. Okay, no, stop. No? Just okay. stop. I right, know the right. song, unfortunately. Yes, yes. That was Brian McKnight. Two. Okay. Uh, Brent <laughs> McKnight. Here we go. And we're doing a list of things, too, so it works. We are, so it's perfect. No, so one, who shot first? Okay, yeah. So this quit. So who shot first? So if you don't know the backgrounds of this question, and I'm, I'm saying you as in the audience because I know you do, Andrew. Oh but yes, I'm quite familiar. Han and Greedo, and and before I guess we get into the the why it's even a question. Who who shot first, Andrew? In my opinion, and you, you're opinion, asking me. I am. That's why I said who shot first, Andrew. I consider myself a bit of a purist when it comes to Star Wars. Okay. So I've got to say that Han shot first. I think I think Han shot first as well. I really don't know why George Lucas. So I guess there we go. I can give you a little background on this. Go Do for you want it. me to go yes, for go it? Go for it. Well, everyone, imagine a world in which you watch Star Wars on VHS, and it was the Dolby THX remastered edition. For our young audience, VHS is what we used to watch movies on before. The VCR. So the VCR was the player. The VHS was the tape, the large black tape, which was a little, I guess, rectangularly shaped box thing that had had tape in it. I had to throw that out there because yeah, uh, there are probably a lot of people who don't know what we're talking well, about. I watched a video this week where they were asking some NFL players. They were showing them random things like a Walkman and some other things. One of the things was a VHS and asking them what they were. Yeah, and they nobody may not have known. Nobody, they, they didn't except for one guy said, "That's what I used to watch Lion King on," <laughs> but he couldn't remember what it's called. So yeah, all right. So but yes. Well, before there were DVDs, kiddos. There were VHS tapes. Some of these people might, even know what, not, might not even know what DVDs Okay, are. before there were streaming, <laughs> before there was the internet, <laughs> the only way we could watch any kind of movie was through the via the VHS tape. And when I grew, was growing up, we had the THX, whatever they called it, remastered original cut of the film. So the theatrical cut of the movie the 1977 theatrical cut. Yes. Han Solo 
light emanates from his blaster before Greedo shoots. Yeah. So according to what we can see on the film, Han pulls the trigger before Greedo pulls the trigger. Han shot first. Now, for whatever reason, when Lucas, Lucas decided to go back, so I guess this was in the 90s? Yeah. He decided to go back and remaster and add a whole bunch of other nonsense yeah. into the film. So he used some not never-before-seen footage. He added some horrible CGI creatures into their into the story. And he also changed it so that now Greedo's blaster shoots before Han's does. Yeah. And I guess the only thing I can think of is it makes Han just a little bit better of a character morally, maybe? Yeah, that's, that's the only reason I can think. But I, I think knowing Han, as we got to know Han with the 1977 theatrical yes. cut, he, of course, shot first. Absolutely. I think it makes sense. Because he's all about self-preservation. Well, and I always, I, I like character arc, and I think it's Han is. He's a sleazeball in the beginning. Right. And, and over time, he, he becomes less sleazy. He's still But what is his motivation? Edges. That's what's survival. key. Absolutely. Survival. Yes, survival. Yeah. So he shot he shot first. And I personally like now of course we have hindsight and now but I enjoy Han shooting first especially seeing now pairing that with Solo which of course you couldn't do back then but yeah. now we can pair it with Solo and you see Han has that's how he's learned to live is to yes. survive. You have to shoot first you or you're going to get shot. Anyone and so Han shoots first. It makes Of course. Sense. He shoots first or he gets shot one of the two. I will say from this article it says that Originally, or just Han simply blasted Greedo without warning. While in the special editions, Greedo draws and shoots first, and Han returns fire. Lucas maintained that this was always how he intended the scene to unfold. Though there is debate, and there's actually a typo there, but though there is debate about the fact based on earlier drafts of the script, script, and fans haven't stopped arguing about it since. I, I just I don't know I don't know why Lucas here's why to change. here's why I think Lucas is doing a bit of what I call retconning. Yeah, Do you know what retcon means. I've heard the word. I don't remember. Retroactive continuity is what it means. He might actually think that's what he thought at the time. Yeah. Because memory is tricky. But my feeling is, dude, you're a filmmaker. So you're telling me you don't know how to make a film. You're either saying, I didn't know what I was doing back in 77. And that's really all you're saying is that, oh, if that's what I had intended to do, because if I'm a filmmaker, yeah, you just change the sequence of the film. Yeah. If you want, you just reshoot the scene. If you say, okay, I want Han to shoot after Greedo pulls his blaster and fires. Great. Yeah. Then you shoot it that way. If that's how you want it to be, that's the way you shoot it. Now, on the day, maybe you decide to shoot a different way, a couple different scenes, a couple different versions of it. How long does that take? An extra hour, maybe? If that. So, I I think, I don't know what Lucas was thinking there. I don't think Lucas knows, knows what <laughs> Lucas is thinking. I love George Lucas. We owe a lot to George Lucas. But of course. He's, he, the, he's the mastermind yes. behind the, the whole the whole universe. And so I've, but I think course. he is such a, and this one's not a great example because this one doesn't necessarily change it artistically, but I think he is such a, like, almost like brilliant artistic mind that he can't help himself. Like, he just, in his mind, he wants to change things. He thinks artistically this is going to be better. And and so he just can't help himself. To where he should I can just agree with that. A lot of artists are that way. Yeah. And given more time, 
would go back and tweak and change and try to make better. And then yeah. I think though sometimes with art, and I'm no art expert, I'm not an artist, although I do dabble in some drawing and painting sometimes. And photography. Yeah. That's an art. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. And But knowing that there's always something you could potentially do to change. Yeah. But then sometimes, when I even when I look at photographs, I think either why did I change that or what was I thinking when I edited that a certain way and I look at it and say, oh, I got to go fix that. So I, I get that. I get that feeling. Yeah. But when you're changing things, you're most of the time the only one who's seen it or yeah. if somebody else has it, you're not changing theirs. Yeah, nobody, this nobody cares. This one was seen by millions and millions upon people. That's true. And, and once you sh- once you share something that broadly, yes, it ceases to be yours to an extent. Absolutely, it yeah. becomes part of the common. I don't know what you'd call it, culture. Yeah, milieu. Uh, huh? Milieu. I'm a, what, huh? Is that a real word? It is a word. Is that English? English? It's a. It's from a French word, but uh, it's French. it comes into English via French. Yeah, I don't like the French. Anyway, I'll what look it up language? for you while you're talking about milieu. Your, Milieu. I'll look Milieu. it up for you. Hold I'm going to southern it up. Milieu? Yeah, as opposed to what, what was, what was uh, Thor's hammer called? Mjol, Mjolnir? Mjolnir. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I like Lucas a lot, but it was just, I don't, I don't know. You're looking at me. That's milieu. Milieu. M-I-L-I-E-U. Milieu. Milieu. Or milieu. Mil-year. There ain't Mil-year. no R on that. Well, I'm just showing you what it says. There's a pronunciation right there. there ain't no R on that. M I L I E U. Milieu. All right. Or milieu. Uh, it's a person's social like environment. Hack a look. I, I think milieu works there anyway. Okay. All right. All right. I just like to throw words that are going to make you go. Hmm? I know you do. I know it's kind of fun. And that's why I just revert to my childhood and say you're a turd. Again, I don't like that word very much, and that's probably <laughs> that's why you said it. That's my comeback. Yep. Oh. All, right, all right. I think we've exhausted this one. I mean, we have. You know, we, we, it's kind of like you could keep talking about it, but why? Maybe it's, our audience is exhausted. Um. Yeah. Okay. All right. We, we have kind we of- We better move on. We've kind of hit this one, obviously, in the past. We did a whole bracket on it. So whole instead of bracket. which movie is best, because to me, I think that's what we were doing in our bracket, is finding out which movie is best, and yes. not necessarily which movie is our favorite. So which movie- is your favorite. And obviously we're counting up any of the mm. 11, the three trilogies and Rogue One and Solo. Oh golly. I have to say that if you had asked me this 10 years ago, my answer probably would have been different. Yeah. Well, because for of one, the fact that was... some of the movies weren't out. Yeah. So we'll say, well, let's change it. So, okay. I think I have to pick Rogue One. Okay. Being my all-around favorite movie, as in a movie I would probably, could probably watch once a year and never get tired of seeing it. Yeah. Because I don't re-watch movies that often. I don't. Once I've seen a film, yes, I will probably never watch it again. There's a few that I'll watch again, but most, for example, I'm just going to give you an example. I said, as of this recording last night, Kathy and I watched Black Widow. Yes. I enjoyed the film. Thought it was a good movie. Yeah. I will probably never watch it again. Okay. Just because I have no, I have no reason to watch it again. Nothing about it really... I thought it was good. thought it was entertaining. Nothing about it really made me go, wow, I have to watch that again. There are some I will. Like Pelican Brief, one of my all-time favorite films. Still never seen it. I'll watch it 
over and over and over. I just love it. What's another one you'd watch over and over again? Hmm. I don't know. There's a few kind of classic films that I have okay. actually watched multiple Any series, times. And but not by series, I mean like Kathy and I really series. like watching Harry Potter. Oh yeah. See there you go. Yeah. It yeah. We old. watch Harry Potter, and there's like fall. We're we're recording this in the fall, so yeah. fall time of year. Coming back to school kind of gets me in the gets me in the. I need to watch Harry Potter mood. Yeah. Something about that. I'm wishing you were at Hogwarts. I don't know that I'd enjoy Hogwarts that much. I'm still waiting on my letter. Seems really cold. I, I, I think I would enjoy Hogwarts. I don't think I would be a good student. Like, I mean, all the <laughs> papers they're given and staying yeah. up late, no. So Rogue One for me, I think okay. the other, it's either Rogue One or Episode Four, A New Hope. Okay. But I really liked Rogue One. See, you know, I'm I'm not as much a purist. As much as I love the original trilogy, I... And I, I, I go against the grain a lot. I loved Solo, and I loved Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Both of those. Solo things. was good. Solo Rise was of Skywalker phenomenal. was a good film. I thought they were both great. Yeah. I I, I love the visuals of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I think that's what it was. The story I could have done with a different villain besides Palpatine. Yeah. But I, I still I enjoyed it. He's old in more ways than one. He is, and I, it, and it was just it didn't make sense because of the rest of the trilogy. But we're gonna get there. Well, let's hold that off because I think I had to do with a little bit of another question. Okay, so you're gonna pick. So, you got to pick one. Go for it right uh, now. Pick solo. Fair enough. Solo. We both picked movies that are outside the the timeline, we the did. traditional timeline. Yeah, that, we I picked well Star done. Wars stories, we did. not episodes. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I will say though, I think if you were to, if I break up the movies into different acts, Act One, Two, Three. Yeah. My favorite act is probably The Force Awakens, Act One. Okay. It's so good. See, I remember. Uh, I think I thought that was a little bit slow. I could probably watch that first thirty minutes yeah. as often as I ever would want to watch it. It's just that good. Well, all right. The so, rest of the film is less so. Uh, it's good, but it's it. not. It's not as exciting as the as yeah. Act One. I um, okay. I, moving on. We're not. We don't need to rehash yeah, all the yeah, stuff we've done yeah. before. All right. We're gonna go to the original trilogy. We're gonna go to Return of the Jedi. One of my favorites. Yes. Ewoks. A very controversial characters. Love them or hate them. Now, this is something I have never really understood. Why people hate them? Why people hate them? Yeah. And. I think because they're kind of silly. Watching it as an adult again, when we rewatched it for our yeah. bracket, the playoff or whatever we did, the uh, tournament, I can see now a little bit where, okay, they're a little goofy. They are. They're a little silly. They're a little overacted. Maybe. At times. But they're just, they're characters. They're cute, cuddly characters. Move on. You don't like them? Okay, no big deal. It's not that big of a deal. Just move on. I don't know where all the antipathy is coming from. People just like to hate. Okay, I can do. I can get yeah. that. That I understand completely. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan. I understand. Yeah. See, there you go. I. How do you? What do you feel? I am kind of indifferent toward them. I like them as a kid. I thought they were cute. I think they're cute now. Okay, I see their faults, but I'm not going to be super. One way or the, I'm not going to really be against them or for them one way or the other. But you, sir, go ahead. I think I have to change the or to an and. I love them and hate them. Okay. 
I, I just, I think, what do you love about them? I think there's some nostalgia there. I can remember seeing it Absolutely. in the theaters as a kid and thinking yes. like, those are so cool. And to be clear, this theater's the second time yes, around. Yes, 95, right? 96, not quite 97, whatever, whenever we said that was. The first time, first time seeing the movie. I, I think it was before, it was in between the Return of the Jedi and the release of Episode One. I think it was okay. before the release of Episode One. So, and Episode One, I believe, came out in 99. Yeah, so it would have right. been a little before then. I was in right in the wheelhouse of Star Wars. I think yep. I was probably 11, so yeah, 10 perfect. or 11 yeah. at the time. So, man, when I found out those things were coming in theaters, I about yeah. lost my mind. See, that was, my first time I ever seen it was in theaters, which was a whole And other, then I realized experience. they were the re- re-edited ones, and I was a little disappointed. Then I had no nothing to compare them to, so it didn't bother me. But You poor, poor man. I know. I know, but I, 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 I so now they hate them. So it's nostalgia is why you like them, but why do you hate them? I think at, at times that are they're a little hard to watch. They're almost, they're so fake looking at times. And I, like I said, I think they're a little bit over. So they don't hold up times. well. Is that what you're saying? Like yeah. the costumes don't hold up well. Yeah, which is, I mean, they're older movies, and and older movies yeah. a lot of things will hold up well. But to me, they don't. And and again, it's the overacting a little bit sometimes. But I I still I I shouldn't hate's a strong word. I shouldn't. I love them and and dislike them at the same time. Oh. I don't necessarily hate them. You gotta have some some respect for them because oh, absolutely they did something that the Empire couldn't do. Yeah, they caught Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie. They did. They caught them all. They they should have thought Chewie was their dad or something, but much another hairy creature. <laughs> but uh, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I, I like them and I love them and like them. I like dislike them. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. Just, Struggling. All right. Number All right. four. Number four. Move on. Keep it moving, Scott. Why do stormtroopers have such terrible aim? Hmm. I have wondered about this a little bit because there's one line, except for there's only one line that gives me some pause here. Okay. I think I know where you're going, but right. It's when Obi Wan says to Luke after the Ewoks, or not the Ewoks, the uh, what are those things? Little scavenger creatures on Tatooine. Oh yes, um, which I've now forgotten what they're on called. The names, yeah. Um, it's going to anyway, come to me, but yes. Well, they're they've been attacked. They've been slaughtered. Yeah. And Luke says something to the effect of, "Well, sand people don't normally do this kind of thing." And Obi Wan says, "No, this is far too accurate." There's too much precision here. This must have been Imperial stormtroopers. And he says, look, the stormtroopers are marching in a certain way, and the sand people always march and file to hide their numbers. Yeah. So according to Obi-Wan, stormtroopers are actually pretty accurate, by and large. But I think we see they're not. I, I, I'm wondering, but you know, okay, so here's- Maybe shooting a blaster is harder than it seems. Well, I was I was thinking they really were much better in the prequels, right? Okay. And so maybe it was the clones. I was about the to clones say, were better. I was about to say maybe it was the clones or, or and you know Obi Wan hasn't had well we're about to find out we're about to have an Obi Wan show, but I would assume he doesn't have a ton of experience with them since he goes into seclusion. He does have some, I think. I we're bet he has some. Out. Yes, but not as much as he is. 
did obviously he lived amongst them pretty much from yeah when he was younger and so in his mind they still are like these are people who are great shots to where maybe now they are they're human or they're yeah. more regular people and, and he doesn't have as much experience to know that like they're not anymore and he is comparing them to sand people we don't know yes. how accurate sand people are although they had some good they shots. make some they, pretty good shots yeah we've seen those so and it could just be a, an individual basis that yeah. there's happens to be that's the one sniper for the sand people so the line you went to was not where I was going. The line I was going to, and, and this one was, was fun because it was not meant to be in the movie. It was just Luke literally, or Mark Hamill, literally talking to Han Solo right. when he's wearing the helmet. One, yeah. And he says, gosh, I can't see a thing. In, I can't see anything in this thing. Yeah. Which is fun because then it makes you think, okay, like these helmets suck. These yeah. helmets stink. And this is why they're bad shots because their mm-hmm. vision is not good in these things. Yeah. Which to me makes sense. That's that's kind of fun. It's even though it was not meant to be in there, I think yeah. that that adds a lot. I think part of it is that we've learned we learn a little bit about the stormtroopers' motivation. Yeah, and that they're not all hardened soldiers. Yeah, when we learn about, um, in man, I'm blanking on names today. Jawas, Jawas. Thank you. Yeah, and. We learn about seeing, man, what is the character's name in Force Awakens, the stormtrooper who defends? Oh, Finn. Finn, thank you. So we learn that Finn is not maybe the most motivated of stormtroopers. Well, and we see there's other defectors right. as well. And then we also learn that there are levels of stormtrooper. Yeah. There are really, really good stormtroopers who are usually in elite squadrons. And then there are, I guess, regular Joe stormtroopers who are not as good. Yeah. Just like in any other field, I suppose, that you're going to have your really high-quality folks and you're going to have your kind of mediocre folks. Yeah. Or maybe the Force is just protecting all of our, all of the main characters from harm. Mm, well, works to an extent, but then I think of A New Hope and they're going to rescue Leia and, and Obi-Wan is not around. They're on the Death Star and it's just Luke yeah. and Han. Well, the and force Luke. can work without a force wielder there. I guess, okay, can I mean, can it? I mean, it's Absolutely, so, it's, uh, the force is around us. It surrounds us, Scott. Uh, At least in Star Wars. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I fully, I don't know. A force has a will of its own, I believe. Okay, well, that, that's a topic for another day. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I'm, I, as, right off the bat, You don't think I, the I, force I, I can disagree. manipulate but I'm not. situations? Outside of a force wielder, man, we're getting into a whole new life. Because I think it can. Obviously, it can. Midichlorians. I mean, I, I, it's something to be controlled, and obviously, it can't be controlled unless it's there to begin with. Well, it can right? be controlled to an extent, but it well, it's uh, no. it's more. But I'm saying it, it's there. It's not just it's more used than controlled. Okay. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. That's something I have to think about. Off the bat, I think. No, I don't agree. But well, they talk about the will of the force, don't they? Yeah, but hmm. in order for something that has to will, to have a will, it would have to have some agency. Let me. I gotta in think about ways. this. Oh, okay, about we'll this. we'll we'll come back to that one at some point. Probably a different episode. Yeah, definitely not this episode. Are you ready for number five? I'm ready. I'm ready too. Uh huh. Are the prequels? I don't know why I just said it like that. Are the prequels I, I great know. or terrible? Okay, so. My, uh, we have a, a friend at church named Jordan. Yes. Jordan, if you're listening to this episode, you may need to close your ears right now. Because of me? 
No, because, because of me. Okay. Because Jordan is convinced, convinced that all the prequels, all the prequels, including episode two, my least favorite Star Wars film, are masterpieces. He would go so far to say to say that two is a masterpiece. He's not kidding. He actually thinks this. He believes that it's the acting is good. He believes that the it, it's ridiculous. I don't understand. So Jordan, if you're listening still, I'm sorry, man. I, I feel like you're completely off base on this one. I'm trying to be nice. I think the prequels uh, I, one is okay. One is terrible. Two is terrible. Now, wait, you and I disagree on one. I think one is okay, watchable, rewatchable. You would think I'm never watching it again, probably. Unless your daughter uh, yes, wants to watch yes, them. That's, that's it. Episode two is, in my mind, completely unwatchable. Absolutely. Completely unwatchable. The only possible saving grace, the only possible saving grace is the F, is the battle between Yoda and Count Dooku. That is the only yes. good sequence in the entire in the entire film. And if you want to watch that, just YouTube it. You can see the however long yeah. sequence it is. You do not need to put yourself through two hours of torture just to see Yoda pull yes. out his lightsaber with a force. But episode three is, I remembered it being great when we back and rewatched it. Yeah. It wasn't as good as I thought, but it is still a, a good it's a, movie. It's a, I would say three is a solid middle of the road Star Absolutely. Wars film. Yes, I would agree with that. But one and two to me are terrible. I would, yes, I would agree that I disagree with you on one a little bit, but yeah. I'm not saying one is a great Star Wars film. I think it's, I find it entertaining. I like uh, Hayden Christensen's. I, I'm, I'm going back to because uh, you said that J- uh, Jordan thought these were well acted. No, he he thought, like, yeah, he does. You can't you can't uh, reason with him. I mean, you obviously, cannot reason with the man. Obi Wan, yes. Just talk with him. Obi Wan, yes. But, he'll but, he'll drive you crazy. I mean, Hayden Christensen. I, I don't even know young. Anakin's name. He was terrible. <laughs> uh, Hayden Christensen, not good. Padme had her moments. In two? In episode two, she's not good. Yeah, she has she has her moments, but for the most part, uh, not great. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting with Hayden Christensen coming back for um, Obi-Wan, the Obi-Wan TV show. And apparently there is going to be a round two that disturbs Obi-Wan me. and Darth Vader. Really? Yes. So then the one where... Obi Wan ultimately dies is actually round three. Apparently, yes, yeah, or at least round two. If ever it's not round three, round four, mm. we don't yeah. know. But okay. yes, uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I, I I want more Star Wars. I'm a little nervous. Let's see, but uh, you know, hey, that would be odd because there's. Anyway, we can talk about that off yeah. offline. Yeah, or it can be another episode. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. So the prequels are. You're We're going to go thumbs down overall on the yeah. prequels. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. All right, this next question, I'm going to agree. But this next question, I've always struggled with it. I struggle to understand it. I I get it and I don't all at the same time. So what's the deal with midichlorians? Obviously, do you I'm, want to explain to people what midichlorians are? Man, I, I don't even know that I could explain it well. Do you want to explain to people what midichlorians are? <laughs> My understanding is that. Midichlorians are microscopic life forms okay. that are symbiotic with other life forms, such as humans or other force-wielding creatures. Yeah. And those midichlorians act as conduits for the force. 
And so the more midichlorians you have, the yep. more access, in a sense, to the force you have because the midichlorians can transfer the force energy from the universe into the individual. Yes, so this is basically what you said, but I'm just going from the article. These are midichlorians, intelligent microscopic life forms that flow through all living beings and, when present in large enough quantities, give their hosts the powers of the force. So this is what you said, pretty much. I'd say the yeah, exact same thing. Actually, but they're intelligent. But yeah. I, I just, I still, like, I, I guess I'm okay that George Lucas wrote it in there because, it, I mean, you, it's kind of like, okay, we're at least saying what how the Force is or, or how people use the Force. But I, I think it's still just a little bit confusing. I'm sure there are some books Maybe. that probably explain it better. I don't know. Memory. Maybe. I don't know. I've necessarily read any of them. I was not thrilled yeah. when this came into the story because it doesn't come in until episode one. Yes. And I just don't care for it. I don't seem to... It tries to make an overly scientific explanation yeah. for the Force, which is mystical. The whole point of the Force is it's mystical, this mystical Force that you don't quite understand. It's unexplainable to an yeah. extent. You don't know exactly how. And I just don't like the way that the midichlorian piece... I mean, it's part of the story now. You can't it go is. back. No. I just don't like it. I think you've got an artist who's just trying to overexplain himself. I think that people might... He might have thought, well, I'd love to fill in this plot hole. Yeah. But, but that plot hole didn't plot need to be hole. filled. It, yeah, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a plot hole. It's just an unanswered question. Well, how do you have the... How do people have... Some people have the force and some people don't. Well... I mean, you don't have. I don't think you have to answer that question. That's what I'm saying. It's an unanswered question. It's not a plot hole. It's just an unanswered question. I, yeah, I agree. You don't have to answer it by any means. So I don't know. And and they still confuse me a bit. And so I, I just kind of ignore them. I don't know. I don't, I don't care for them. them. I understand them. I can talk about them. I try to avoid it because I, okay. I just they like I said they confuse me. So, all right. Next question, and I believe last question. Here no. we go. No, it's not. Did I miss one? No, no, so far, but it's in what order? Oh, number yes. seven. Okay, it's right here in front of me that I just did not see. In what order? Ha ha! In what order should you watch the films? My opinion. Yeah. Start with four, five, and six. Agreed. Go back and watch one, two, three. Yeah. And then watch seven, eight, nine. I agree. It's about release. And here, here's why I say it. Because I want. When I watch these for the first time, and my daughter has kind of watched some of these, but obviously she was too young to really grasp it. So she will not watch them again for a while until she's old enough to really understand them. But the whole Luke, I, no, no it's not Luke, I am your father, right? It's Luke. It's, it's just I am your father. I am your father. I am your father, right? That you yes, lose he that. says, I am yes. your father. Or something yeah. like that. Or does he say, or something. I am your father. Yeah. But, yeah. like, you, you lose, like, I, that that hooked me and like you lose it all if you watch one two three first and that's such an epic moment and that's not the only reason but that's that's one of the big ones like that's that's just a moment that's you, a good about point luke I and leia being twins you don't know that and which makes yeah. it just a whole lot more there's awkward. too much there's too much that's given away yes by one two three that makes four five and six interesting yes and i also think that the the kind of film that you're going to you're not going to at least I don't think after watching 1 2 and 3 you're not going to enjoy 4 5 and 6 not as much at least because part of it is 
well, some of them were made in the 70s and 80s. Some of them were made in the 90s yeah, and early 2000s. And then the others were made in the 2010s. So I'm just, at least I think the 10s, were they, did they come out in eight? Yeah. Like eight or nine or something? No, they were okay. since 2010. They're in the last. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that you, you watch four, five, and six first. It sets everything up. I agree. It's a great place to enter the story. And then if you want more, yeah. just know there there is more. Well, and prequels are a thing. Not just the Star Wars universe. Prequels are a thing. Yeah. So I think it's okay. Like, this is the original trilogy. This is where it all begins, four, five, six. And then you can have your prequels, and then you can have your sequels. That's why I think that, for example, my class, my students, yes, or we're about to start reading The Magician's Nephew. Ah, okay. Now, I think, personally, you should start reading... The Chronicles of Narnia with The yes. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yes. And then go back and read Magician's Nephew. But, I mean, the order is, it's it's supposed to be the first story in the set of stories. So if yeah. you want to read it first, although it came out later, so those who would have been reading them in the time would have obviously read the other ones before they read that yeah. prequel. It's funny you say that because I have a lunch book club that I'm starting with, 12 fourth and fifth graders, and we're about to read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah. So I'm going to start them off with their first book. Okay. I'm excited about it. it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last question now. I'm ready. J.J. Abrams, Savior or Death Knell? Now, remind me which film that he directed. He he was one and three. Sorry, or seven Seven and and nine. And he was, uh, he played a part. He was not the director, but he played a part in Was he a producer? I think so. Okay. I... Personally, I have a positive feeling toward the sequels. Yes. When I mean that, I mean seven, eight, nine. Yes. My overall, I have overall positive feelings for the sequels. Yeah. Are they without their faults? No. no. They have an abundance of them, especially number eight. Yep. Yikes. I. You don't. Sorry. You. You still. Do you have a thought? I, no. I mean, I okay. think overall good. Some flaws, bad, but he's not, not the worst thing. So I would argue he's neither. I, no, and again, I, I overall... Pulling the old Switzerland. Especially, yeah, I am. Well, because I, I, I really enjoy 7 and 9. Again, we both agree we don't like 8 very much at all. Uh, my, But where I really... Where he failed us, and he has admitted to this, is there was no plan for all three together. They pretty much were like, we made seven and then we're, here's a whole new director, figure out what eight's going to be and then come in. Hmm. I'm going to do nine. Like, yeah. but there was no plan. Like you have to map out in my mind, this has to be mapped out all the way through to even start at least, at least to, like, to an extent. I think you have to have a beginning, know. middle and end Maybe. and then you can fill in the details, but I, I, I want a clear plan. And that was, and there was clear that there was not a plan. Yeah. I think having some, the, the differences though, is that you go from having Lucas Yes. Lucas plans it out to from one person to now who knows how many people. And when you do that, you necess- creatively, you necessarily complicate things yeah. times however many people are involved. Because Lucas can have in his mind, look, this is where I want this to end. I want this to end up at this place. And he's the one who can do that. But if you have a multitude of people... There's no clear picture. Where does it end up? How does this resolve itself? And if you don't have that, I think that is a problem. Now, 
not knowing how it was going to end, I feel like it definitely showed. Because yeah. by the end, you go, wow, what? Well, I mean, you kill Snoke and two, just bring back Palpatine, which there was no hint of Palpatine. Like, if there had been some hint of Palpatine in eight, like, th- then at least to let us know, like, we've got a master plan. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it makes more sense. I think, but, yes. They had already, they did, I think what happened is they, they realized they had just killed off their main antagonist. And thought, what do we do now? Well, yeah, because it, you had two separate people with two separate visions, and they're not communicating well. They're not. Do I mean? Because you did. You had Rian Johnson do eight, and he came in, and I think I think maybe Abrams had an idea of, but not a great idea. But he had an idea, and then Rian Johnson comes in, and man, just throws a wrench in everything. And then Abrams like, well, I'm gonna come and do nine, but well, I, here's what I have to work with. Right. We have and to I go back and yeah. fix. We have to come up with a. We have to come up with a justify. We have to come up with a worthy opponent. Yeah, and the only worthy opponent they had was Palpatine. Yeah, because they hadn't, they couldn't develop a whole new opponent. I guess it begins to make more sense. Choosing Palpatine begins to make more sense. Yeah, because you can't bring it. Yeah, you can't bring in somebody else. You've already killed off the one that you'd somewhat developed. Kylo could have been it. Yeah, the whole Kylo thing was messed up. uh, Yes, it was. I, like I said, that that's where my my issues come in. It's, yeah. It was not a clear, cohesive plan. Seven, eight, nine also did not have a really strong romance throughout. No, and then they just try to throw Ray and Kylo in the end, and it was just bizarre. And, yeah, I know. Weird. I know. Well, and in, the, in in seven, you think, okay, Ray Finn, there's something here, but then that never, I don't know, it, it falls just, apart. It does. Yeah, it without just, that, without that, it those kinds of things glue stories together. They do. And but, but I don't think there had to even be a romance. There didn't have to be, but if you're going to do it, you got to do it better than they did. Yeah, they they they, had their, they didn't they, they didn't, didn't do, do anything. They, they yeah. start it and then they stop it, and then there's obviously this romantic. Finn obviously loves Ray. You see that from moment yeah. one in in Force Awakens. And had they developed that more, I yeah. think it would have been great. There was also the dynamic between Ray, Finn, and man, what's the pilot's name? Rose Poe. Poe, right? That dynamic. Yeah. Would have been great to see more of. Yeah. But the half the time they were, or more than half the time, they're off, they're separated from each other, yeah. right? So part of the, the beauty of the, particularly the the first, the episode four, yeah. right, is you have a trio of people, you have a love triangle at the beginning, because you have yeah. Luke, Leia, and Han, who Luke and Han are both interested in Leia. You can tell. They at least have some interest in Leia. A little bit of a wonky it is. It's over, odd, yeah. but I'm saying huh. that Luke expresses yeah. interest in Leia and Han expresses interest in Leia. Yeah. So you've got a love triangle there, but yet they're all working together. They get they have to get out of the, the all of Act Two. They're trying to get yeah break out of the trying to get Leia out and then break out of the um the Death Star. So I think it's a great story, and it's great in it large is. part because you have that relationship that develops. Yeah. I think had the had the kiss not happened between Luke and Leia, that really to me like Luke's love for Leia, at least even in the beginning when he doesn't know she's his sister, I almost think it's more of a fantasy about this is a princess. Hmm, maybe. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, there was some attraction, but there's a love triangle. But of course, he's sure. attracted because he thinks he's attractive and it's his twin. So, <laughs> you know. But that no, even then, that's weird. I've just opened a whole can of work. That's weird. I don't, you I don't, did. Man, I didn't think that through. No, you didn't. Yeah, man. This and is I, a classic case of Scott talking before he uh, thinks. I'm just thankful I'm not a twin. <laughs> That'd be bizarre. Man. Any final know. thoughts, Scott? No. I feel like we've handled this pretty well. 
No, I I think I think that was good. I you know I I really uh, I wanted some different questions. I really like the Harry Potter questions. It's, we kind of like the Star Wars questions, but Star Wars to me it's almost a little bit like it's so all over the place because we have three different trilogies. That yeah, it's hard to like yeah. have those straight yeah. really. But I don't know. It's good. I love Star Wars. I love Harry Potter. It's good stuff, man. Again, we're going to say it to the fans. Man, you got any topic ideas? Shoot them our way. We're always looking for more ideas. We're, you know, what do you want us to talk about? We don't have to always talk about Harry Potter, Marvel, DC, Star Wars. I mean, there's, you know, we like nerdy stuff. We like different things. Let us know. We'd love to talk about it. I want to do another draft soon. I tried to think of one for us to do. I haven't haven't yet, but I Mm. do want to do another draft soon. And I guess it doesn't even have to be a hundred games draft. We can just—I don't know—we'll—we'll—we'll we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah, we'll brainstorm. So, as always, Wizard versus Jedi podcast, Instagram, Twitter. Go like us. Go like our posts. Share us. Do whatever you want to do. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Phone a friend. Leave reviews on iTunes, guys. Those those help a lot. We'd appreciate some reviews, five stars. If they're one stars, email me Wizard versus Jedi podcast <laughs> at gmail dot com. Um, but no, yeah, we want to hear from you guys. We really, really do. If it's one star, what I'd like everybody to do is to take out your VHS recording device, whatever it is, a camcorder, old school. Nobody has that no more. Come on, man. Anymore. And the whole point of this gag was that, of course, oh, nobody has this anymore. It was a gag. I'm sorry. It Keep was going. a gag. Keep going. I was just. Well, now you've ruined the gag. Well, I should have been gagged. <laughs> yes, you should have. What I was going okay, I'll finish it. What I was going to say is that you should record yourself, put it on a VHS, and send it to us. Yes, via yes. the mail. I think that would be great. I don't know where you're going to send it because I'm not giving you my address. Well, just pick. Right, just put Wizard versus Jedi on an envelope and there see what go. happens. It'll find its way to us somehow. <laughs> it's like Santa, right? Somewhere, somewhere, somehow. Santa Claus North Pole. You know, yeah, it works. I'm like Santa. Well, the Scott Force will Paulson, draw it to us. Santa Claus. The Force has a will, and it will draw that VHS to us. Uh, I got to think more on that. We'll see. We'll okay. See. Fair All enough. Right. Yeah. Anything else from you, Andrew? I think that's it. It's All been right. good to be back in person, recording in person. It has. And we need to get back to really doing this a little more consistently. I know. At least we have jobs, week. though. There's this thing like, eh. We do. Jobs. We got to make money. We got to make money. So people help us out. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been Wizard versus Jedi.